Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Whitney Freya. Welcome back, Whitney. Hey, George. How are you? I am doing awesome. Whitney is an inspired living expert. She's a speaker, an artist, and an author, helping women discover their personal magic. Her newest book is 30 Days to Unstoppable. Whitney, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. (laughs) Well, um, I live out in the Wild West in Northeast Oregon, surrounded by mountains and canyons, and um, I go backcountry skiing, paragliding, like if I'm not painting in the studio or, you know, taking care of business, I am out in it, which I love. I grew up in Chicago, so uh, it's kind of a dream come true to be out here living in such beautiful natural surroundings. So that is a huge passion of mine. I started teaching online in 2009 when I knew I was moving from Nashville, Tennessee to a county of 7,000 people. So, um, so that's been interesting because, you know, back in the day, painting classes were just step-by-step photos. (laughs) And, um, so that's been a beautiful evolution. And, um, I have three kids who are all out of the house as of this September. So I am enjoying the empty nester uh, stage and, you know, just watching the kids make their way in the world. And, you know, probably most parents can identify they, I was like the crazy mom. I remember my son telling me, mom, what you do isn't real. And now they get it. And how fun is that? Right. Um, what, there. What, what were they referring to when they said what you do isn't real? Well, I think, I mean, <laughs> I didn't um, ask him to elaborate too much because I kind of wanted to smack him. Um, Yeah. (laughs) You know, big tall kid, right? So um, anyway, but I I think it was, you know, because I'm talking about self-awareness and consciousness and spirituality and and the, the subtle invisible realms. And, you know, really his comment is reflective of how, for a lot of us and our culture and society, it's it's not validated um, to spend time and money on self-care. You know, if you said in a lot of groups like, oh, I think I'm going to stay home and just be quiet with myself and, you know, meditate or, you know, just reflect on the week, set some intentions. You know, most people would be like, OK, yeah, whatever, you know, woo woo or, you know, all that. And the reality is, you know, our sense of personal well-being, our level of, you know, where we are on the happiness to depressed scale is, is everything. And I think we know that. And, and of course, the last couple of years, we've seen um, all of that really become more amplified. People that have struggled um, emotionally, you know, it's just gotten more intense. Um, so, I love having this conversation with people and, and I have the conversation through the painting. So the painting practice is the modality we use. It's where you go to have the experience where you get to develop your own ability to witness yourself and to observe like, wow, I'm being really critical of myself or my perfectionist is not letting me just enjoy the painting, which logically they understand it doesn't really matter, right? Like no one I work with is an artist, quote unquote. You know, most of them painted in junior high or, 
used to paint or have never painted. But when you do something that you've never done before, especially when you've told yourself, I can't do it, I'm not good at that. It's incredibly transformative. And the way our our brain works is our unconscious mind chunks information. So as soon as you prove to yourself that you can do something you've been telling yourself you can't do, you automatically start reevaluating all the other things that you've told yourself you can't do. So people end up making some powerful life changes that often are very subtle, you know, but lead to um, huge changes in their quality of life because things aren't stressing them out as much. They're much more in a state of allowance, you know, allowing other people's opinions, um, allowing, you know, news that disrupts their routine, whether it's, oh, I got to find a new doctor or I twist my ankle or lost my job, you know, they're immediately, because that creative mind is engaged, they're immediately looking for the possibilities, which is what our creative brain does. We all have it. You know, creativity is actually more like our life force, our prana. And uh, it's been relegated to, you know, the Martha Stewart's and the little kids and, you know, don't do it unless you can make enough money because you're not going to get benefits doing your art, you know, stuff like that. So, um, so I love what I do. I love having this conversation and then giving people an experience they can very easily have on their own at home and get the same kind of benefits as meditation, um, or a deep spiritual practice, something like that. I love it. So I am super happy the way things have worked out over the years. (laughs) Well, the next time you talk to the kid that said what you do isn't real, you tell him that 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 he or she is wrong. That is in fact yeah. real. Tell well, now at at school, he's like, if you can't talk to my mom, you want to talk to me. <laughs> so he's he's fully embraced. Nice. He, he loves it. Yeah, awesome. it's pretty cool. So I was I was just I just thought about and wrote about this morning. Um, uh, well, I I I I remembered and wrote down the quote uh, that. Majority of human beings' problems are are based on their inability to sit quietly in a room by by ourselves, and it's kind of yes. what what you're talking about. And I, I said, you know, I, I'm I'm asserting that we all need to be able to 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 start doing that and to push back a little bit or pull back and figure out what's what's most important to us and stop letting so much in um, because it's all making us crazy. Exactly, and you think about. Where we are right now, this pandemic was a big, huge global. Everyone go to your rooms, be quiet and be by yourself Mm -hmm. and figure things out because, you know, this world is screaming for transformation and a new way of perceiving and being and doing in this world. And that's the best way to do it. So, you know, from one perspective, the pandemic has been some really powerful medicine um, that clearly you know, runs the full spectrum and um, sensitive to people that have suffered tremendously. But uh, the world has needed its big time out. And we'll see. I don't think we've got it quite yet. but mm. <laughs> Hopefully soon we'll get the message. How funny. What, what, what a great way to think about it, that everybody got sent back to their room to, 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 to think about everything. But I think, unfortunately, mm-hmm. Whitney, is that too many of us brought our phones with us to our rooms so we weren't doing necessarily the work we were just alone but you know our weapon of mass destruction was still pumping information to us so yes so let's 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 talk about or maybe give people some practical tools on on what we can be doing when we are in our room 
by ourselves yes. quietly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So um, in 2019, I literally received the inspiration for my next book that's out now, 30 Days to Unstoppable, Be the Dream Made Visible. And I created an online program for it um, to hold me accountable, which is <laughs> a great way to get a book written. And so I started teaching it in January 2020. And I told people, I go, this is going to be the new like 401k. Like, how do you feel safe, secure and loved in this new world? And when the external world, you know, is throwing you curveballs, how do you stay not only happy, but how do you stay centered? How do you stay empowered? So we're having this conversation as the pandemic breaks onto the scene. And we all just looked at each other like, holy cow. Um, so for me, I tap into new paradigm teachings. Like that's where my mind is constantly going. Like there's got to be another way. Um, it's as if we're operating internally on a old operating system. Like imagine pulling a computer out from 10 years ago and trying to do what you do on a computer now. It would not work, right? right? So that's where we are emotionally, spiritually, energetically. For many of us, we are still operating from what was talked about around the dinner table when we were kids and what everybody else was, you know, how the school system programmed us, you know, just fill in the right answer and then you get the grade and then you, you know, get to the good college or the job and then you'll be fine, right? And that's not the world we live in anymore. Um, so this book was given to me to share a new way of caring for ourselves as vibrational beings, as energy. And from a scientific perspective, you know, any physicist will tell you we're all energy. Everything is energy. And energy exists before matter. Energy exists before matter. So to care for ourselves the most proactively, we want to care for the energy that is within us, around us, what we're tapping into. You know, imagine that you have all, all these like outlets coming out of you and the socket you plug into, the juice you're drawing from determines your frequency, determines your power, determines your level of vibration. And we all know, you know, you plug into the news headlines and, you know, vibration just goes down, down, down. Um, and disease, you know, physical disease um, is widely documented to be the final manifestation of disease or discordance that's been in your life, um, causing you stress, causing you to feel, you know, like you're not in the right place or not doing the right thing, or you've been trying to, you know, live up to daddy's expectations or your mom's or your grandma's or whatever and ticking things off the list. But meanwhile, it's not fulfilling yourself. And so it will finally manifest in your body as the, you know, what I call the cosmic two by four, because then we tend to listen, right? You know, we don't listen when we get those thoughts like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Or I don't know, you know, we procrastinate and it's fine. I've been there, done that, you know, we all do it. And I've gotten the cosmic two by fours and they're interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't choose them all the time. So I'm, I'm interested in helping people just attune to and develop a, a sensitivity, a way to communicate with other aspects of themselves and learn how to care for yourself in such a way that literally no matter what is going on in the external world, you will be fine because you're cultivating and tapping into an energy, a level of vibration that because energy behaves by the law that like attracts like, 
anything coming into your awareness has to match or raise your vibration. So even the tough, hard, you know, I lost my job, you know, the economy's tanking, this global pandemic, you know, it, how, how do I reconcile this? Oh, this is a great opportunity for me to spend time alone and quiet. You know, I've had clients, women who are like, I didn't realize I've spent so much of my life traveling around, taking care of my kids, hosting holiday parties, helping everybody with everything. I've put me last for decades. Hmm. And now it's I've got all this time for me and I'm learning about me and I'm learning to say yes to what really feels good to me and no to what doesn't, you know, and the ripple effects of that are tremendous, absolutely tremendous. So um, so I love this conversation and it's, it's very up right now. And, and whenever we're in these stages of um, of, you know, pick a word, <laughs> you know, of upheaval, of change, of transition, um, the, the possibility for change is right there. Like we're on such a threshold because, you know, there's no perception. Well, there's very little, at least for most of us, um, that we can go back to the way things were right. Or go back to, you know, the way it was when our parents were younger or whatever, like we are in a whole new world. It's going to continue to change. Um, just that much more rapidly. And how can we adapt with it? We have to learn how to adapt with it. It's like, I'm seeing a surfer, you know, and it's like the waves are getting bigger and bigger and it's like, okay, get a bigger board and learn how to ride those waves. And, that's what we're that's the goal <laughs> yeah yeah i appreciate that when 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 things are going okay it's 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 hard to make that change until we do get hit by that cosmic two by four and when things are turbulent like we've been experiencing for what feels like the past several 20 years or whatever it's been and for the foreseeable <laughs> future that really is it, it, it it's it's such a, a wonderful opportunity to be taking that step back and sort of reassessing and and questioning why it is that my operating system is the way that it is and to potentially be reprogramming it. Yeah. You know, they say in certain teachings, I think access consciousness says, I think it's even more, but at least 90% of the thoughts and beliefs in your head are not your own. Hmm. You know, so a lot of us are telling ourselves, you know, oh, I can't do that. I shouldn't do that. Even things like, oh, I'm not good at that. A lot of that is just things we absorbed from others, often from decades ago. But we're still defining ourselves by other people's stories or expectations or, you know, just the way the school system is laid out. You know, if you can sit in rows and be quiet for 45 minutes at a time and come up with the right answer, you're golden. But if you can't, you're a problem child, you know, there's something wrong with you. And that's just not true. There's so many different ways that we think and create and perceive and understand. And, and that's a beautiful thing, but it, that has not been widely encouraged. Um, I work with a woman who's taken my certification course, who I've known for 25 years. She came to my art center way back and she's been a trauma therapist and a specializing in um, helping women in recovery for 25 years. And she said, people that struggle with addiction are usually highly creative, but that hasn't been encouraged, right? So their authentic self has been told, you know, that's not right. That doesn't work. You got to do this. And so that leaves them in this, you know, state of, of feeling very out of sorts of, you know, like wearing a mask or, you know, not 
at all being in alignment with what they're here to be and how they're here to live. And that often leads to an addiction. And um, so we're actually working um, with women in the online program with from the book, that I Am the Unstoppable Dream for Women in Recovery. And uh, the results have been tremendous, you know, honoring people. Like you came here to wrestle with this addiction because you wanted to learn the lesson and you wanted to make it non-negotiable, right? So it's like, okay, yeah, I want to I want to make sure that I live my most creative, authentic life that is in alignment. And heck, yeah, I want to come in and be the black sheep in the family. And, you know, I'm going to wrestle with these lessons and emerge stronger, wiser, more in alignment because of it. So we really honor the women in the program. And and like you, you are advanced like you you came in to get the phd in this not just stick your toe in um so that's been a really amazing experience um and again it's raising the vibration around recovery you're not broken you're not wrong you're not you know something to be ashamed of there's no guilt that you know anyone is imposing or you know like in, in our model you wouldn't feel guilty you would be like wow I, this is intense and how am i here what am I here to learn? You know, what's the opportunity here? And, um, and just, you know, with that perspective, it's very empowering for everybody. And, you know, we all deal with that, like how we escape, you know, what's your escape route for things, you know, whether it's food or wine or whatever, it's, it's, it's up. And the antidote is really coming into alignment with who you are, what you want, how you want to live your life and you giving yourself permission. No one else is going to do it. I'm going to do it actually, but, <laughs> but ultimately you have to do it for you. <laughs> I love it. You said make it non-negotiable. What does that mean? Well, I mean, kind of like starting the online program to write the book, right? So that makes it non-negotiable. Like I can't put off writing the book if I've already, you know, sold there's, a there's course, no backing you know, out. For, there's no backing out. Right. So when um, a lot of the life lessons that we learn, the most intense ones, you know, that involve addiction or trauma, abuse from a perspective. And, you know, we could talk about this for days. Um, OK, let me phrase it a different way. All of us can look back on a part of our lives that was immensely challenging that we wouldn't want to do again. But we know we learned so much from that time in our life. So we wouldn't change it. We're glad it's over. <laughs> we wouldn't wish it on our worst enemies. And we learned tremendously from that experience. So, so we, I believe that we, you know, kind of create, attract, are open to having those experiences because we want to learn and we learn best through contrast. So if you want to experience, you know, personal liberation and freedom, the best way to do it is to feel stuck or trapped. Hmm. It's the only way you can appreciate freedom, right? So it's the yin and yang, you know, principle. So it's really embracing all of life, which, you know, is a huge teaching. I'm thinking of Byron Katie, you know, um, she's her book that talks about, you know, it's not the suffering that's the problem. It's the resistance to the suffering, Right. I think it's loving what is, is her book. So thinking I shouldn't have lost my job. I shouldn't have this health diagnosis. That's where more of the suffering comes from. When we embrace the fact that 
suffering is a part of life, which this is Buddha as well, and then look for why is suffering part of life? Because that's how we learn. You know, it's the contrast. So when you stop fighting it, surrender to it, look for the silver lining, it's not about being Pollyanna. It's about, frankly, getting out of it as quickly as possible, right? It's like the way out is through. You run away from a problem, what does it do? Keeps coming back. You can't run away from it. You got to turn and face it. But turn and face it from a place of, like, pride. Like, wow, okay. Right, that whole thing, like, life doesn't give you something that you can't handle. Or God doesn't give you something you can't handle. Okay, so if you can handle this, that's badass. (laughs) Right? Like, you have the capacity to learn this very difficult lesson. And, and when we're in those difficult lessons, that's what makes it non-negotiable. Because eventually the pain becomes so great that we have to make the change. I like that's it. That's what I mean by that. That certainly does make sense. You know, it's not losing my job, yeah, bad, sucky. But the, the constant continual pain is freaking out about it and stressing about it. Um, and yeah. you can apply that to, 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 to really everything and the resistance that, that, that you're putting up, which is probably keeping you from taking positive action in, in, in another way, potentially. Yeah. And it doesn't mean, you know, don't feel sad, don't feel mad, but you allow that energy to direct your attention towards what you want. Right. Um, Another thing that when you said, you know, I lose my job and then, you know, you compare yourself to your brother or sister who has the high paying job and the job security or whatever, right? Like comparison is the thief of all joy. Um, and so we've given away a lot of our power by either trying to live up to other people's expectations or comparing ourselves to others. And, um, and the truth is that we're all on our own journey and have our own lessons to learn. And, uh, you want to really respect the journey you're on, embrace all of it. Cause there's no, there's no way to pick and choose. <laughs> you can't just avoid, you know, the, the dark, the light and the dark are a part of it. We just got one crack at this deal anyway, Whitney. So we better, uh, we better run our own race and, uh, and, and, and embrace every minute of it. So. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. I mean, you can just ask yourself like, Oh, but you know, if any of you are thinking, yeah, but you don't know my situation. Like here's, here's what my life is like. Mm. So I would invite you to say, okay, how is that a story? And I'm not saying it's bad or whatever, but there's a story you're telling yourself. And we all know, you know, a million people can look at one thing and they'll have a different story about it, right? So you have a story that this is bad or wrong or hard or insurmountable. Well, how's that story working for you? Hmm? So let's create a story that works for you. Oh, it's not that easy. Okay, try it. Right. Prove me wrong. Prove <laughs> me wrong. Change your story. And, and it takes repetition. You know, one of the things that I do, and, and I'm living like ex- and a living example, is in, in all of my courses, we take like the goals we have, the the dreams and visions we have. Sometimes we break it down to, you know, how is that red Corvette going to make me feel? Well, it's going to make me feel empowered, successful, energized. Okay, so let's focus on empowered, successful, energized. But we paint into a canvas. I am empowered, successful. I am, you know, energized. And then we paint over it. We paint symbols, you know, an image that represents that. 
and you hang it in your space and it's this constant reminder. So without awareness, our minds will always go to like imagining the worst case scenario. You know, I mean, we choose to spend time stressing and worrying, which is imagining what you don't want to happen happening. You could just as easily say, okay, this is letting me know, this stress is letting me know that I don't want this to happen. So what we're meant to do is then say, well, what do I want to happen? And what are all the ways I can like kind of corral myself so that I'm spending as much time as possible focusing on what I want rather than what I don't want? Because where we send our attention, it grows. That's another, any physicist will tell you that as well. <laughs> I love it. So how, yeah, so let's send it towards what we want and make it work for you. So that's what I love to do is help people learn to focus on what you want. And no one goes to a canvas, well, very few people, but let's just say no one goes to the canvas intentionally to paint something that's going to make them feel stressed, worried, <laughs> upset, angry, frustrated, right? They go Probably to not. like, oh, I saw this. I really loved it. I, I want to paint this. Okay, so let's learn to do that without the canvas, just in our mind, because we're painting pictures in our mind all the time, and then we're stepping into those pictures we paint. So let's make sure we're painting pictures of a life the way we want it, that's in alignment with what we desire and what we're naturally, you know, attuned to and what lights us up. I love it. Well, Whitney, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage? Yeah, WhitneyFreya.com is my website, and you can contact me from there. I'm Whitney Freya on Instagram, Whitney Freya Canvas on Facebook to get to my business page. Just Google Whitney Freya, and you'll apparently I'm the only one. So super easy. Love that. That is how that goes. <laughs> love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Whitney your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to WhitneyFreya.com. That's W-H-I-T-N-E-Y-F-R-E-Y-A.com. Find her on Instagram and Facebook, and I will list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Whitney. Thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.